What's going on? It's Vince Mancini. You're listening to the Film Drunk Frogcast, coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in Highland Park. I'm sitting here with my best pal, Mr. Matt Lee. Hey, 2019, dude. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Another You know, this year. is the 400th episode. Holy shit, really? 400. We've oh done my 400 God. of these things. Uh, we're on track to be like the longest running podcast of all time. Yeah, is that yeah. what we're going for? I think so, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're not trying to be we're the like best. We're like the Simpsons. Yeah. Just trying to be the Cal Ripken Jr. Everyone still loves the Simpsons. Watch it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Do you guys still watch The Simpsons? Sure, of course. Hello. Yeah. Well, see, they Homer's were... so stupid. <laughs> like, what is he doing? The main Learn difference... how to parent, you know? Yeah, they were good at one point. That's the main difference. I bet they're still good. Yeah, probably. I mean, I just don't watch. Also, Allison Stevenson is back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the 400th episode. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I can't believe it. What is it's... that? When did you start? Like 1987? <laughs> what is going on? Here? I think 2010. Damn, dude. It's been a long time. I mean, I didn't even... That makes me feel old. Yeah, I, I feel like I went on like 2012. Yeah. 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 Damn. That's crazy, dude. And so, joining feel- us, Jake Wiseman from Corporate. Hey, guys. It's really nice to be here for the 400th episode. Yeah. Yeah. We feel... It feels good that we're doing a 400th episode with like a real guest, like almost entirely by accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, planned not it. that Allison. You mean Stevenson. me, right? Yeah, Allison is the fake guest. Yes. Um, I blog, okay. No, you're also a really Come big on. deal. Uh, but we've had you on multiple, multiple times. That's true. And we have never had Jake on. So, and it's very exciting because it's 400 episodes. We did 399 episodes with no one important, mm-hmm. and then we did the 400. Do you think episode. there are people who have listened to all 400 episodes? I mean, yeah, there's oh, a yeah. few. Yeah. There's a handful. Do you fear for your life? Um, I fear, (laughs) (laughs) I fear more for just like someone taking something out of context that I said in like 2011. That's what I meant. And being like, well, now you're unemployable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. But it's just, I I fear that that for things I said like two years ago. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's just a low level fear that you live with. But also I'm very racist. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot stop you from saying <laughs> racial slurs. It is just, it's, it gets Shut uncomfortable. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard J. Uh, Jew. Mm-hmm. There's people who've been listening from the beginning. Uh, but then the question is, are there people who started listening a year ago? Is that a thing that exists? I don't know. I always, uh, there's this dream I have that we're like making new listeners. Yeah. But I don't know if it's coming true or not. <laughs> I'd like to believe that what happens is every, every this year. Is what vision boards are for. We lose that... 5,000 listeners, but then we gain another 5,000. Yeah. And then there's a 5,000 base that's been listening for the whole time. I, I kind of like to think... One of the fantasies I would have if I had a podcast is I would think about people that are listening to this every week and then they see each other, two different people are seeing each other in a bar and they get into a fist fight about mm. like the episode. Right. I, I like to think about <laughs> yeah. all the, the fights you've caused sure. based on your words, even yeah. if they're innocuous. People yeah. arguing about whether it was yeah. like yeah. better when Brett was here right, or right. like was you, it better when Ben was hosting yeah. and all that stuff. Do you think that anyone has made love and conceived a child while listening 
to the podcast? I feel like that would be very difficult. I, well, it depends. It, some of my royalty-free songs can be pretty sensual. That's true. When yeah. I'm singing yeah. some songs, Titty Balls is, mm-hmm. uh, is mm-hmm. a big hit of mine that uh, you know a lot of people probably fuck too. I know that I've sung a song for someone's baby announcement one time. Oh, yeah. That was... That was uh, that's almost like the same thing as fucking... It would be weird, though, if someone lost their virginity to an episode of this, and yes. the only way they could ever come is with a new episode. <laughs> so you have to keep producing yeah. new episodes. Otherwise, they can't fuck. Or they can't fuck anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You know, it's funny that you brought up royalty freestyle, because Matt, like, the most famous royalty freestyle that he's ever done, and this is where, like, I find royalty free tracks on the internet, and then Matt just tries to improvise a song to I it. I just sing to him. Um, his most famous one is called Corporate Birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's basically like if you adapted Corporate Birthday into a show, it would be corporate. Like it's very like oh, really? it's very it's, similar. Like when the show came out, I was like, oh wow, this is this is eerily uh similar well, to we we stole it. No, is it, that, is, oh, it not, is it not weird? Yeah. 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 Well, it was like one of those things where uh, it's like, oh, this is on my wavelength for a very specific reason. The song was was basically about uh it's called Corporate Birthday and it's about uh, someone celebrating their birthday while realizing that they're going to die alone and then seeing their grave from, you know, from their office. And uh, then I watched the show Corporate and I was like, oh, yeah, that that is a good idea for a show. <laughs> yeah. this, this is what it'd be like if we did actual work instead of just singing yeah, dumb songs singing on a show. Shit. Well, I can yeah. tell you, having done all the actual work, I still feel empty. So oh, yeah. uh, okay, that's yeah. good. don't worry about it. I don't right, feel right. good. Good, because I don't want to have to adapt titty balls into a TV show because I don't think it would make a good show. Um, can I play you my favorite clip from this season? Yes, please. Is that all right? Sure. So I really liked this episode. So actually, before I get there, um, you know, it's you and Matt. In, how do you say his last Matt name? Inga Bretson. Inga Bretson. And uh, he's like, like you, you kind of rip on him at, for being like the basic straight dude. And, uh, and I never thought that I was that basic, but then I watched the show and like so much of the stuff that you rip on him for is so, feels like so close to me and it hits, hits close <laughs> to home, like in a really, in a really weird way where I'm like, oh damn. I didn't know is that basic but now i do yeah i mean you do have a whiskey cabinet that's yeah. true so, yeah i mean we are we are i'm yeah. sitting right in front of it so yeah you're yeah you're yeah, not like special no. and yeah. the sooner no. you realize you're not special the better we all are yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you both sound depressed yeah we're adults living life to the fullest is a con it's like having a second job you waste all the money from your first job on do you remember the joy you first felt the moment you decided to stop living life to the fullest best moment of my life October 17th, 2010. I was at some art opening, surrounded by liberal fascists. I had no clue what the performance art piece meant. All I knew was that it sucked. And then it hit me. I could just give up. Go home. Be free. Yeah. Yeah, that episode is called The Concert, and it's literally about how going out sucks. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all lying to ourselves mm-hmm. that we want to keep going out. And the only good thing about life is going home from your job, getting in bed, and jerking yourself off to sleep. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the only good thing about life. We, that's the only thing we all want to do. We're all pretending we want to go have fun and express Absolutely. ourselves. And, live uh, music is I a scam. I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> yeah, live music is a scam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt that. Just trying to be uh, comfortable enough to leave a party is like my main. That's that's all I want. I just want to feel good enough to be like I've been here for just long enough mm. that I can feel like I did something today, and then I go home. I really don't enjoy going out at all. But at the same time, you know, comedy is fun. 
Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know none of us, none of us believe you. I don't know. It's not at all. <laughs> There's parts of it uh, when you're doing it, it can be fun. That's the fun part. On sure. the rare occasion that it's a show where there's more than four people in the audience, yeah, 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 it can yeah. be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think have, writing a new joke and seeing it work for the first and second time so is fun. the joy you yeah. share yeah. from it. Yeah. And after that, you're like, well, I already proved my point. Why am I still doing this for three years? Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like, oh, man, look how insistently I'm telling you this belief I don't still have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's like you have to stay at this crappy bar for like three hours listening to people that you don't really like try out material on you. Yeah. And then that. 15 minutes where you actually get to talk into the microphone mm-hmm. that part can be great but then the whole rest of it yeah pretty terrible well, any, anyone who has gone to a free comedy show and sat through it is a greater hero than the people who fought in vietnam i like, yeah. can't yeah. believe yeah. people go to comedy shows and sit through it, <laughs> it blows and support mind. their friends and they're like i like it it's funny Even, and it's like whoa really the, yeah the supporting yeah. the friends i understand more than the people who are like I have an idea. Let's go see comedy. And then they watch right. three or four comedians. Yeah. There's all, no obligation. All eat shit in yeah. front of them. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I wonder if the next one's going to be good. <laughs> like how optimistic. Yeah. You have to be a really optimistic to believe that comedy is going to I bet the get... next set of dick joke is really going to yeah. be great. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to make me rethink dick jokes. It's yeah. super sure. wild to me that anyone ever shows up anytime ever at a comedy show. Oh, yeah. I but, would. Yeah. I would see the same people at. I used to have a weekly that nobody would go to, <laughs> but it would just be like the same three dudes and be like, okay, I know that like two of you want to fuck, but like, yeah. but one of you one, believes in me. Yeah. One of you really thinks I'm going to make it. <laughs> it's just shocking. Yeah. I had friends in town for a bachelor party this past weekend and they were like, Hey, we're going to go to a, a comedy show. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Like, is it someone that you know? Is it like a big, like a famous comic that's touring? Like, oh no, it's just like this random bringer show in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sat through like 10 minutes of it and I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. And, and I was, just like it, went and waited downstairs crushing. at the bar it just because I can't, I, I, I've long reached the part uh, where you can still uh, listen to bad comedy and yeah. pretend to be supportive. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. can't do Even it good anymore. good comedy, I can barely stand Right. Anymore. Yeah. Like, I just... Doing stand-up ruins stand-up for me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just can't enjoy stand-up comedy anymore. Yeah, I mean, I can enjoy it, uh, but only on my terms. And my terms are like, uh, you know, watching about five minutes of the person right before me <laughs> set. And yeah, then I'm just like, oh, that was a good joke. And then I go up, and then I really want to leave, but I just sit there. I have one show where I actually have to sit in front of the stage the whole time because I'm running the projector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It is like it's it's actually hell because I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh anymore at people, mm-hmm. and I fake laugh like the, the whole time because they keep looking at me, and it's just uh, it's very depressing. Yeah, well, it's like you feel compelled to support that person's delusion, even if you don't support well, it at all. It's usually because I booked them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> and then when they're not doing well, I'm like, well, better luck next time. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to communicate that with my eyes, but it is it's rough. I, uh, yeah. I think the first time I ever became aware of you was that clip. Wasn't there that clip where like some guy, some heckler like came on stage and like a bag of coke fell out of his pocket? Yeah, or it something? was in New Orleans. It was for <laughs> Hell Yes Fest, and there was this piece, of, little piece of shit who was like super fucked up the whole show and harassing every comic. And I'd flown down to New Orleans. I lost money, and I was like, yeah. th- "This is like the one show I get to do." I was like three years into comedy, mm-hmm. and I was like 
paying to do it, which is pathetic. Um, but uh, I got on stage and I was like, I don't care about my material. I just want to destroy this human being. So, <laughs> and I, I did. I made. I made a mistake, which is I invited him on stage, but I just wanted to see what would happen, and I ended up like wrestling him. What? Which was a huge mistake, but but it wasn't. Like I wrestled him because I thought it would emasculate him. Because my theory about that all was your ma- idea to wrestle. Well, kind of. Did yeah, you because, used to wrestle in high school? No, or my. But my theory about male hecklers is they they don't like a man on stage with more power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Female hecklers, I never know what to do with because they're just yeah. drunk assholes. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. But but I don't want to say anything weird. Right. But right, with right. male hecklers, just call I'm like, them dumb sluts. No, but with male hecklers, <laughs> with male hecklers, I often tell them I'm gonna come on your face and lick it off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. like because I feel like it's all about emasculation. <laughs> right. 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 So um, I brought him on stage. I mounted him, and then we wrestled, and then um. Coke fell out, and I when I got the coke, he was so fucked up on coke that I convinced him that he was going to get arrested uh-huh. because because it was Louisiana, and yeah. I was like, they have tough oh, yeah. drug laws oh, there, yeah. and I'm like, dude, if you don't, I have this vial of coke. This is proof. It's on tape, um, and so he left the building and went home, which I thought. I don't think you could ever deal with a heckler better than that. Right. Just convince them they're going to get arrested <laughs> and, and you make so, him go home. But and you also, kept the coke. Yeah, no. If no, you wrestle somebody oh, damn and and you and the coke falls out of his pocket, you get to keep the coke. You get That's to keep like the, the wrestling yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to snort it off his belly. Now we got the money and the drugs. <laughs> but it was that was an that was amazing. That was like thank you to cocaine. I'm so glad it has existed and ruined so many lives just so I could have that moment. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. <laughs> Should have been arrested too. That would have been tight. Mm-hmm. But then, was there a moment after he went home where you still had like more time on stage that you had to fill? I, well, he he left, and then I had to riff for a few minutes. But it was when you have that much adrenaline, it just kind of comes to you. It was such yeah. a weird moment because yeah. everyone was so psyched about it because this yeah. guy was such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of started talking about how it was like an episode of Treme, which was mm. that sort of like uh, David Simon show, yeah, which right. not a lot of people watch and people love that and blah, 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 blah. Nice. But it was fun. It was fun. It was the first time I felt like, oh, stand-up, stand-up can be fun. Can be fun. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Because so much of it doesn't. Um, but yeah, that was cool. If more I learned of it involved that. wrestling, then stand-up would be really, really fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah I had that. Ex- I had an experience where like there was someone heckling and I was kind of ignoring him. And then one of my friends was in the audience and he told the guy to shut the fuck up. And there was like an almost fight. And then, you know, you realize that if there's an almost fight or like some sort of really spontaneous uh, incident with the crowd, you can't go back to like material after yeah. that. No. Like you kind of oh, just have to talk about yeah. the thing that just happened because it's like you're trying to fake spontaneity and then if something actually spontaneous happens, like going back to fake spontaneity yeah. is like falling off a cliff after yeah. I, that. I think mm-hmm. that stand-up is, and obviously some people make a living at stand-up and some of them have seemingly incredible lives where they make a lot of money but i think stand-up is best used as sort of a vessel to learn certain things Mm -hmm. is to learn how to be yourself and to Mm -hmm. kind of cut the bullshit and sort of like really work hard over and over and over again it's kind of an athletics a little bit Um, you're forced to figure out what your real like personality is. yeah right, right. i think so and what people see like what is your like yeah. what makes what, you funny what makes you and then yeah. exploit it <laughs> yeah i think yeah. Yeah. Money off but of it. i think so i mean i think like it's it it forces you to learn how to to write better and mm-hmm. and honestly i think every stand-up should be writing because like, you know yeah. you really shouldn't curse yourself with a life of sort of like well, traveling the on the road, road. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah talking to people that you don't like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah i think it teaches you how to do all that um but it 
for most people, I'd say 95%, you should not be thinking of this as a long-term thing. You right. should think of it as like, give it five to 10 years and learn who you are and then get the fuck out. Right. right. Like, do you think you. it was more honest in the 80s where it was very much openly like, oh, this is my vehicle to get a guest spot on a sitcom? Yeah. Whereas, I don't know when that changed. I think it was like, I right, don't know, maybe like the Bill Burr, Louis C.K. Well, uh, like, like the... It became like a thing to just be a comedian. Well, it's always been a thing to just be a comedian because there's a lot of comedians who just never had shows that like took off and they just kept doing comedy. Uh, but n- now we live at a time where you can't just because you have like a late night set doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get like yeah. your own show no or anything like that. No one gives a shit anymore. Right. So, Dude, if Johnny Carson invites you to sit next right, to him. Then you were going to get a development if, In deal. fact, if you get a late night set, most likely you drive Uber. Like right. if you're still yeah. at that right. level, yeah. like you're just literally going to leave Conan yeah, and right. get an Uber to drive to your car to drive an Uber. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so now that means you've got comedians who are doing it just for the love of the game. And <laughs> I think it's because they don't know what else to do. That's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's because at some point, they I, I mean, you you have to realize that you got to do something else mm. as, as well that also f- fulfills you creatively. Or you're just going to be on the road all the time. And some people like that life. But uh, that's the thing, too, is like I don't have a nice enough car to do that. Yeah. And I know <laughs> that I would not do well on the road in yeah. most of the venues that would pay me. You uh, know, yeah, like yeah. you're like my style of comedy Mm-hmm. is like very niche in the sense that I can't be a road dog, really. Wait, is it? Can we talk about this? Is it niche or niche? I, I say thought, niche. I thought it was niche. I, I thought it was it? niche. That's a third right in between. I've pronounced it niche and I think niche. You're, I think I it really is know. niche. I think you're right. But when I heard it, I just, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but it what? struck me as something we needed to figure out. <laughs> niche or niche. <laughs> It's like a Macedonia, Macedonia type Nietzsche. thing going on. <laughs> I just go with Nietzsche. Yeah, it's a Nietzsche. Nietzsche you do yeah. have a but, very specific Nietzsche. But I, yeah, I yeah. agree with you. I, I think it's like, I remember there was this Natasha Leggero quote I love where, you know, because she's such a specific comedian where mm-hmm. she was like, at some point I told my agents only book me in cities with a fine arts museum. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is such a funny quote, but it's like tough. But it's we, true. Yeah, and we, and we did so much comedy in such a specific subset of the world and like liberal, just east of Hollywood, uh-huh. Los Angeles, right. where it's like we're kind of speaking to people we all agree with and apparently no one else thinks that what we do is right so yeah. it's like right. a weird well, thing then, but then when people get famous they'll dredge up these clips that they did like as a club comic like seven years ago and be like oh my god see they're total they're, they're totally pieces of shit and you're like yes but do you know the, what the audience but is for like some random yeah, right, right, like, right, right. you're kind of at the mercy of what that audience will let, yeah. like, let you do jokes about I, yeah. when I went to like fucking fishing towns in washington to do open for my friend jared you know when i started being like well there's definitely no god they were like okay (laughs) (laughs) okay jew like like i was like i'm not gonna get paid tonight like if i say my honest belief here right right, right. pussies am i right yeah that's where you go (laughs) abortions are fun (laughs) i do them uh yeah i i feel like whenever i'm uh on the road, the one fun thing about it is at least two Fratcast fans will come out. <laughs> yeah. And immediately, I'll see them right after the show, and they'll be like, hey, man, when you told that story about fucking that fish in the mouth, <laughs> it really it really changed my life. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, you know what? Comedy is worth it. <laughs> if you can just yeah. change one sad lonely dude's life yeah, yeah. and if there's any yeah. comedy bookers out there we can guarantee like two to three two to three fans yeah we can come put to every show butts in seats yeah at least four butts at least four butts and the rest will just be you know people we bark in two that 
will say uh-huh. hello afterwards uh-huh. yeah. and probably two that just you know sit there and enjoy it without saying hi yeah because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what i would do yeah, yeah i don't say yeah. hi to people no it's too embarrassing yeah I, I i see people at like comedy clubs and stuff that i'm like uh oh it's a famous person that, mm-hmm. I, that I like and then i'm like i'm not gonna say hi to him then he'll respect that me. would be weird yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah that's yeah, how you yeah. gain people's respect is you just completely ignore them so now are you in the weird spot where like you have a show on comedy central and you probably could get the good sets if you wanted them um i think that I, i'm not that worried about that i mean i feel like i am able to get booked a decent amount if, I, if i'm doing stand-up i think it's more just like what i'm what i am trying to do for myself and what i wish most people would do who keep doing stand-up is ask themselves why are you still doing it because mm-hmm. i understand why you start there's mm-hmm. like many reasons to start mm-hmm. and it's really helpful and also we're being a little ridiculous stand-up can be amazing it's an amazing thing to do and and like if you get better at it you feel good about yourself and it's cool you learn a lot and it's hard to fucking do and like it is cool sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. but um i think sometimes like i moved out here to to LA to make movies and I randomly got into comedy mm-hmm. and then that became my life. I never had like fancied myself a stand-up or a fucking actor. And then it that's how it worked out because you kind of have to do everything mm-hmm. and see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's sort of like, I don't, I don't have to like struggle to make rent right now. So it's like, I don't really have the similar anxiety I used to. So I, I'm trying to like figure out what do I even want to talk about? I don't want to go up there and do right. old material because that feels so false. Right. Yeah. right, right and right, right. Um, I, I feel like I haven't really had a ton of time to like just focus on stand up because I've been writing and then creating the show mm-hmm. and producing it, which takes all of your fucking energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to just regurgitate stuff just so I, cause once you figure out how to do stand up, you can pull the lever mm-hmm. and make people laugh. You know how to make people laugh. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. You have jokes that work. It's a, also, it's a lot about timing. Like it's mm-hmm. like you can sort of mimic your way into Aren't being you, a decent stand up. Yeah, you like, can sound like you're doing a punchline right. and don't people you, don't will laugh. Don't you get kind of impressed with the comics where they don't really have material, but they like just know that lever so well. And then mm-hmm. like, they'll be able to crush and then you watch a set, and then you're like, I don't remember a single bit or I think joke. That's what made Dane Cook such a huge right. comic. Yeah, he was like one of those guys who could just like he could just. It's almost sound like a magician. Funny. Yeah, but I think it's like personally, I just think it's a little unhealthy to keep chasing that because then it's like, why do I need that? Mm-hmm. I, I like I want to do it if there's something I'm expressing that I think is good that's not hurting people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm lucky enough to get my point of view out on a TV show. Sure. So right now, I'm not sure right. I need you just more want a platform. Yeah, until. Yeah. Because I also just need to make money. Like, right, I want right, to make right. money yeah, to yeah, live, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not really getting paid a ton for yeah. stand-up. And so I just, I want to do it, but it's all part of sort of creativity in general. Like, there's writing, there, there's creating, there's sketches, there's stand-up. And I think I want to do all of that shit. And, like, I don't have a podcast right now. Maybe one day I want to do that. So it's like yeah. that kind of thing where I feel like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Because it's right. like, what, you're, you become a monster. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I liked about the show immediately was that I sort of recognized that when you watch it, you can tell that you guys weren't, uh, you weren't trying to be actors first. Like, I don't, like you get, like you get it, like you can tell that you guys were writers for some reason. And and for some reason. Sounds like you're saying they were bad actors. Yeah, that's exactly what (laughs) what I was trying to do a really like convoluted insult. No, but I think. Unbelievable, man. but, But I mean, I feel like most shows, like the person is like the people that are the stars are very like hammy. And so it's more like about 
them uh, being big and, and broad. And it's yeah, not, yeah, really, yeah. About, we, we it's not know- really about a concept or like a, a point of view where I feel like this one's very much point of view forward, which mm-hmm. I appreciate about it. It's all it. satire. I mean, yeah. the, the thing is, we when we pitched the show, we didn't pitch us being in it. It wasn't, that wasn't it. Like, like that, my dream again was not to do that. They, because the structure of Comedy Central shows is they wrap shows around young comedians. That's uh-huh. what they do with every show. Yeah. They're like, we'll buy it if, we'll buy the, the pilot script if you guys are the stars. We're like, whatever. You know what I like, mean? Oh, yeah, like, I why would you I was turn like, okay. that down? And the only acting we'd gotten was self-taught through making hundreds of sketches because mm-hmm. we made sketches for years. So they're like, they've seen us in the sketches and, uh, you know, we want to make huge fucking movies and we want, we love like David Fincher and like Sophia Coppola. You yeah, know, like, that's yeah, yeah. what we're into. But it's like, okay, we'll fucking act in it, whatever. Please just give us some money so we can quit our day job for a month or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you end up doing it. So you're kind of learning on the fly. And uh, yeah, writing o- always comes first to me with comedy. I mean, Different people love different things, but sure. I think what I love is like great writing. Like to mm, me, like completely. that's what I'm into is I just like Dr. Strangelove. I like network. I like fucking funny satires that are serious as well. And so the fact that we had to be in it, we're just like, I hope we don't fuck it up. But we tried to design it where we're sort of like, this is a little annoying what I'm about to say, but like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, we're kind of observing everything. Right, 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 and right, we right, got right. great actors to be wild and mm-hmm, we're just like, right. blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, yeah. second season's a little different because we got a little more confidence, but the, if you don't really know how to act, just design it so you don't really have to. Right, right, right. right. No, you know? That's so yeah, like that's the smart. opposite of you, how you imagine things working where you like write something and they're like, wouldn't it be great if it was Zac Efron instead of you or something? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's <laughs> the thing. It's like a lot of... Um, what if The Rock... What, what, do you have a part for The Rock in this? We were what thinking like, you yeah. guys but like hotter so <laughs> hear me out yeah ben and matt you guys could well it is funny like you could get way hotter people like you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just really funny to me um yeah. but luckily our show doesn't necessarily need hot people to be liked very that's specifically so it does not need hot i mean doesn't need supermodel level people no it, would it ruin needs the to show. look like it would ruin actual... the show because it's about how life sucks right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like about <laughs> life how, does like... not suck if you're hot <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but like most, of, most which of the... i believe is explicitly a line in the first episode about how yeah being hot to not develop a personality yeah yeah Working on being hot, so I don't have to develop the person. But like yeah. most of the good shows are kind of like that, where the main people aren't. Like I mean, Seinfeld was not like a good actor. Like, oh the yeah, fucking, no, he like, was kind of hot. Like though. the Larry Sanders show or something, you know? Yeah. Like Gary Shandling wasn't like not. Like, no, the... yeah, he's pretty ugly, dude. <laughs> right. Well, to me, to me, you just <laughs> to me, it's like ugly, the Coen but... Brothers. It's like it's not even about hot or ugly. It's it's literally just about interesting faces. Because yeah. when you're watching mm-hmm. something, there's some like you watch a Coen Brothers movie, it's like they're specifically choosing people with really interesting looks. Like yeah. they're not most the most genetically symmetrical people. Right. And it's like when you hear them say words, you believe them because they're interesting. Yeah. And that's one another reason why we tried to get a ton of people from the um, LA comedy scene who hadn't been on TV before, mm-hmm. people that we knew were funny because so much comedy on TV is just regurgitating the same people to play the same roles. Right, like, right, oh, right. I saw them on Eastbound and Down, another in this playing the same thing. And it's like, that's how you make a living. But in my opinion, you believe it more if you have no pre-associations with these people. And sure. there's so many talented people. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like looking at them for the first time being like, that is the character. Mm. Plus, like every studio comedy, at least movie-wise, it's like there'll be a concept and then every cameo is like, and then... Kristen Wiig is there as like the wacky uh, flower shop owner. I hate owner, it. You know? yeah, it's yeah. like sucks. It's not filmmaking. No. It's just it's just making money. And like yeah. that's fine. Like it's a marketplace. Like I understand that they just want to make money. But if you really want to make something and you do care about shit, like you should really try to think about everything uniquely and try to make everything original because it it has 
it may not get you the most money, but it'll get you diehard fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think. And what it usually is, it's like those, uh, when they do like a network musical where it's like Peter Pan live <laughs> and then they have some famous person that you like does like a musical number. Yeah. Like that's kind of what every comedy has turned into <laughs> yeah. where they're like, yeah. oh, here's someone. You, it's like celebrity lip sync battle uh-huh. meets oh, like a comedy sure. script yeah. every yeah. single time. Whereas it's Everything's just, so yeah. formulaic where you just hear the same joke over and over, it like essentially the same joke. Yeah. We're gonna do the slow motion, bro, cool guy walk, like yeah, with like yeah. dorky white white people. They're gonna walk like in slow motion, gonna reservoir dogs, yeah. So, yeah, to like a '90s yeah. rap song. On a baby song. or on a pet and dog. Th- there's like, gonna be like some highly stylized scene where someone's on drugs like, uh-huh. accidentally. Mm-hmm. And there's and, gonna be like the kind of really hot woman who is super annoying, uh-huh. <laughs> like, and, they're, and they're getting so engaged. <laughs> scene is going to uh, seem like it was all just ad-libbed. Every scene. Uh-huh. And then you're going to see a, a blooper reel and figure out, oh yeah, the whole movie was fucking ad-libbed and that's why it was bland. My favorite <laughs> is when they do the forever. It takes like 10 minutes. Like, you look like a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one goes, well, you look like a... And then they just do that for like an hour. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's uh-huh. like, okay. And you're like, man, they're having so much fun making a movie. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Just shoveling nachos into my mouth. I love going to the The movies. general public loves that, though. That's the weird yeah, thing. That's, yeah. that's the issue. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. That's and the I hate it. Thing. It's I a fucking formula hate that it. works. Yeah. You gotta give them what they want. But then, but then you, you know, it's sort of like... One thing I like about sort of how diluted the cable... Um, the cable world is is that very few people can be superstars anymore and mm-hmm. that you actually just make a living now. So, like, for mm-hmm. instance, I have a TV show. We made two seasons. I don't have that much money. I really don't. Yeah. Like, it's not that much. How much and money like, do you have? Um, <laughs> how much do you make a year but, after taxes? Before taxes. Well, three million. <laughs> so that's not, yeah, so I don't oh, have that nothing. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And you really don't, ma- you just make a decent salary mm-hmm. and like you have a lot of costs and it's all of your time. And, st- and but what's good about that is that you, you can get like TV you've shows. Gone corporate. Uh, well, yeah, and obviously there's this meta <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, but, but honestly, you know, you, you really are just trying to make, a living like mm-hmm. i have a small mm-hmm. apartment i don't like yeah, i don't yeah. really know how i'm gonna pay for it if i don't get another job so, like it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing so it's like what if you guys hit syndication though after seven seasons of it and i'm 45 <laughs> and have no it. hair left yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um then yeah it'll be great uh but you seem like you have more hair this season than last season is that that's it? just makeup okay. that's just makeup and hair yeah trust me i don't but I you look like, like you have hair now wait are you balding yeah, yeah of course just I can't a bunch tell. of just a bunch of mirrors. It doesn't yeah. look like that. Yeah, I know how to hide it. Yeah. But I, I, trust me, it's going. Um, but I think that you know it's good because people just have to kind of create things and get your niche audience and have them follow you along. Like, sure. Right. I, I'm not. This is just a, a specific group that I think of, like Tim and Eric. Like they're not world famous, but they have right. devoted fans and they keep mm-hmm. making weird yeah. shit for those people. And I I like that it's headed there because I think yeah. it's cool. Like you can be yourself. You're not going to be super famous and you have to work until you're 70. But you keep you if you. But so is everyone else. Yeah, and I think that's good. Instead of just like being super famous and then not being able to be in good things anymore. Like like, I feel like success in LA, um, you know you're successful if you have to lie about the things your friends are in being good. Like that's the thing. It's like I noticed so many people and they're like, you gotta watch my friend's new NBC series. It's so funny. And it's like, oh, you are so rich now and you can't can't tell the truth about how it sucks. That's what success is. And that's like the high end because I feel like most of it is, oh, you gotta watch my friend's 
show. It's on like Sony's streaming service. I forget what it's called, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's like if you pay two dollars a month, it's the one that it's like everybody's got their own streaming service, yeah, and yeah. everybody's got like a web show on some random streaming service. Yeah. And you're like okay, but so that's I have part to, of what he was saying. How that's yeah. kind of awesome. No, I know. That you that's have a, that's what I think is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, for two years, my show was on Al Jazeera Plus. Yeah. And you know what? That's a and network. And we got like a shit ton of... We had a shit ton of, yeah. of people who watched it. A lot of them were overseas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they enjoyed it. Might have a lot been, of them were anti-Semitic. Just, yeah, Some of them were anti-Semitic. <laughs> a lot of them were just Saudi guys jerking off to Matt's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But some of them were jerking off to me. Oh, and that's, that's, fine. that's real. That's the real dream, right? Honestly, I don't mind that at well, all. Well, that's I, truly anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's really hating the Jew. No, I get DMs. Uh, a lot of dudes slide into my DMs who used to watch uh, the show, and uh, and every time they do, it makes me feel good. I really love being mm. hit on because it never happens. Mm. Like it's just you know, it's a different situation with me. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. in your situations, you you probably get a lot of people the opposite sex who uh i mean i know i'm like supposed to be like oh this makes me angry but i just don't care okay but but is that so wait are you are you just ambivalent or do i'm ambivalent you're ambivalent but i don't really get any like violent dms that are like i'm gonna fuck your face and you know you get any anti-semitic ones no. Oh, that's too no. bad. No, I, I don't think has... I have a very well, Jewy vibe. Well, I feel vibe. like I DM'd you very anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you make my Jew dick so hard. <laughs> I hate my Jew dick. <laughs> trying to figure out a way to make that anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, Just saying Jew. <laughs> Jew. Yeah, it is. Is a... what we've learned tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is a slur. Um, yeah, no, everyone has, you know, like, I think it's, a much better world to have a like small but fervent fan base that sounds yeah, really I think good it's cool i mean obviously the world will always be annoying and unfair i mean it's never going to get to a place where we're all like yeah the shit's good but i think yeah. it's like with youtube with podcasts with instagram there's just more opportunities to get some sort of fan base that can maybe contribute to your patreon or you can get yeah. on, on mm-hmm. some sort of streaming network i i try to be i mean i'm a very negative person <laughs> but i but i do think positively like there are chances to make like some money doing this and yeah. not yeah. just getting called on the couch to johnny carson you know right, so i right, think right, right. that is good it's just you have to keep making a living so that's hard but right. I, I think that's more actually artistic in general and yeah. i think the idea that it's a lifelong pursuit and uh i listen plenty of people are forgotten but i do know a lot of people who've made started to make money in weird ways and like fucking that's great yeah I know that's great. I know people who's like so I talked to someone whose brother, she was at an open mic and she's like, Oh, my brother's doing this Twitch stream thing and he was making five hundred dollars every time he does a, a Twitch stream. Yep. That fool's fifteen years old. <laughs> I know. And it's she crazy. was at an open mic and all I could think was like, What the fuck are you doing? You know that you have an in with your brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, Go hang out with your brother and do some fun. Get on his Twitch stream. Yeah. Imagine living now in a time where you can make $500 every time you Twitch stream and being like, I want to be a stand-up comic. I'm going to go to an open mic. That's fucking insane to me. Yeah. If if Twitch had been around back when I started comedy, I'd probably be playing video games and doing Twitch. That's what I would do. I don't do it now because I just, I'm not good enough. I'm too old to be good at video games. You're too old to be a Twitch star. I am. I am way too old to be a Twitch star. It's unfortunate. Maybe you could Twitch for Al Jazeera. Dude, hopefully <laughs> you haven't mastered the uh, like really high pitched high energy I know Pew- PewDiePie voice yeah no I don't have it it's also his where you say the n-word sometimes yeah but it's like an acute Scandinavian way <laughs> right yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, but, you know, so point is, uh, Frogcast will now be a Twitch stream. <laughs> so if you guys want to watch us podcast, mm-hmm. actually, people do do that. I don't know if that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that at some point. Nah. How did you and Matt uh, know each other? Uh, just through stand-up. Um, probably the same mics that Allison was at that we've been doing for the last 10 years. Um, you blew it, Allison. I really did. Yeah. Well, no, basically we started doing stand-up and obviously when you're doing stand-up, there's so many unfunny people, but if there are some funny people and you go up to them and they're kind of like your allies, essentially, yeah. you know, and you're like, okay, you're funny, I can relate to you. And then you do hundreds or thousands of open mics and you know, you sign each other up sometimes on lists, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. And um, then I ended up moving to this place and Matt became my roommate because um, my sister owned a place because she's younger and already owned a house. Um, so she, and she was <laughs> so me, glad I don't have so any I was siblings. Her tenant, and there up. was another there was another uh, room. So Matt and I became roommates and we started just becoming really good friends, but also making a lot of stuff together. Mm. Um, and then Pat Bishop, who's the other creator of corporate, he uh, he was someone I worked with on a ton of sketches in a sketch group I had, and uh, we just started working together all the time, mm. and then just pitched the show, and then it then it just kept becoming a thing, which was shocking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, did you pitch other stuff before you pitched? I've pitched that? so many things, right? And okay. not uh, sold yeah. them. Okay, like I that's the thing. That's I, good to if know. If anyone's listening and wanting to know, like I have tried to make so many TV shows, yeah, 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 and yeah. made one, and that's and, and that is a miracle, and that no, and I yeah. Have a yeah, huge hit rate. So yeah. that. But I have tried so many things oh, yeah. and failed so many times. Are there so, any fun. that you're still bitter and never made it? Yeah, I made. Uh, uh, I wrote something with a sketch group I had uh, called Women with Dave Ross, Alan Strickland, Williams, oh, yeah, and Pat Bishop, that. and we we had this. My oh, roommate, say, Alan. Oh yeah, I forgot that you guys are roommates. I haven't seen Alan in a minute, but we made a a, a pilot. We wrote a pilot called Young Republicans um, that was about the the four conservative kids at a super liberal school. Oh, that's great. And so they oh were like, God. and it was it was a really good script and it was really funny and we sold it. I won't say where because I don't want to go into all that because that's, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, uh, it was really, really good and we almost got the show and we were sure that was the thing that was going to go and corporate wasn't going to go and then, and then Young Republicans didn't go mm-hmm. and corporate did go. Yeah. And it was just, it was like, and also, I had spinal surgery in the middle of all that, so my life has just been really weird. Yeah. It's sort of like a, a psychedelic. What's weird wrong with your trip. spine? I had a herniated disc, so I had spinal fusion. Oh shit! So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be die young. But so uh, the whole it's spine okay. is fused, or just a couple are fused? Just two, <laughs> just whole, two. But it, it's spine. bad. Like there's yeah. rods in there, and well, uh, it's fine. You know, did whatever. you listen to uh, Doctor Death? Um, yes, I did, but I had to turn it off because I, I related yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, but uh, yeah, no, I've. Yeah, it's funny because when you have nerve pain and you have to get spinal fusion, you know you're in trouble when you're in so much pain. And, and the pain is beyond words. It's it's right. hard to explain. And if, some, if any of the listeners have had spinal fusion and that kind of nerve pain, they know what I'm talking about. It is beyond words how intense it is. And you know you're in trouble when there's a forum for your pain. Oh, when shit. online, if yeah. there's a forum for the pain you're in where everyone's like, I know, it's really that bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And all I have is this forum. That's how much pain it is. So it's been such a bizarre sort of few years where you're like selling things, almost dying, getting this surgery. And then ha- you have a show and you're like, what the fuck is life? You know, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. been really bizarre. But so corporate's one of those shows where I watch and I can easily imagine like what the pitch was. Like you like there's a clear concept where like, I feel like most shows you watch and you're like, how the fuck did somebody pitch this? So there's like 15. Yeah. There's like 15 sitcoms where it's just like, well, it's a guy and he's got a family. Yeah. And it's like, how did the, are you talking did, about successful sitcoms? Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, how did they, like, how did they convince someone that's that that point. should be a show? I never did they understand get them that. Because someone it's, famous was behind exactly. it. Yeah. Because yeah. they attached a star. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. probably for a network and networks like, you know, there's such a low, 
yeah, it's just like because people, most people, are annihilated from their jobs and they come home and the idea of thinking is mm-hmm. insane. That's why they don't read books, you know, yeah, like yeah. people like, I feel like people who read fiction and still want to feel would maybe like our show. Cause <laughs> our right. show's kind of an assault and it's like, it's funny, but it's like, you're wasting your life and there's nothing you can do about it. And yeah. so we're trying to make mm-hmm. fun of that. And when people come home, yeah, they don't want to, it hear. is a really funny show, but if you're really take, in my opinion, but, it, but if you are taking in the message, you're mm-hmm. like, Oh fuck, you feel bad. But that's what yeah. I think is good. I want stuff that like really makes you feel, yeah. but I think a lot of people don't want that. They want escapist stuff, but I've personally yeah. never been a fan of Marvel. I've never been a fan of, mm-hmm. of truly escapist stuff because I've always, I've always just wanted people to tell me the truth, you know, mm-hmm. even if it hurt. That's when I felt seen. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, oh, like, here's yeah. the fucking truth about what's going like on. Like three billboards. Like, you really Ugh. just... <laughs> That's really when we bonded. <laughs> yeah. That's really when we bonded is we became... We, I think we were on the forefront of that. I yeah, think it I, be, yeah. We were immediately... Like, this is obvious horse shit. And everyone was like, it's racist. And I'm like, beyond it being racist, this is the worst movie ever made. Right. Just on a technical Like, sense. way beyond... Yeah, way beyond yeah. any sort of, uh, you know, oh... Sam Rockwell's like too racist in this movie and I'm like there's so many problems Dude, before you even get to that there's a CGI deer yeah. just like just don't go beyond that that's when yeah. I turned off the movie that's yeah. literally the like, scene hey deer there is no god what do you think about that you fucking speaking deer like, wow you're really speaking truth to deer speaking here of, yeah. speaking of what I was talking about before there's a very famous comedian who follows a lot of people on Twitter also follows me that I knew from comedy before they got really famous and when I was tweeting about it with you and a bunch of other people they would DM me and they're like, listen, I can't say this stuff because I have too much clout right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but here's all the things I hate about this movie and thank you for saying it because yeah. I, if I do it, I could lose work. Like right, I could genuinely yeah. lose work. I am that famous, yeah. but I, but they were so furious about the movie and uh, I think we did a good thing. It's always like half and half where I, 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 like every once in a while I'll shit on a movie and then like the screenwriter will email me and be like, I really? totally agree. Like they fucked it up. Like all the things that you complained about were like the mm. things that I wanted to change uh-huh. and then the other half is just like you know someone really bitter where it's like DMing my cousin you. worked so hard on that movie fuck you it is and you're like yes I know, I know. but like I don't know. Like but it's you're... literally your job. Your job is to right. criticize but, and movies. And there's no upside really. Like there's yeah, that's no true. it's really just like you're waiting you're waiting for the moment until you're gonna piss off the friends that you've made. Yeah. Like you make a friend and then like six months you piss them off. Yeah. Well, for that's some when you reason. can just lie. Right, right. Yeah. Like it was great. Yeah, yeah that's a problem. Just Peter become friendship. Peter Travers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that you... what the greats do? It's Chill. so weird because like I remember liking Peter Travers and thinking that like, oh, like I like you know, he was like one of the good ones when I first started oh. out. And then now he totally became like a quote whore. Who says uh, it sneaks up and floors you about like every movie, and uh. and but now I realize like why I I know why that happens yeah. like it's there's so much there's no either you get nothing good out of like writing a really solid pan of a thing yeah. like, there's nothing like there's no upside like mm-hmm. you only get good things out of kissing ass and everything else so do it is dude. just is nothing but pain I, I, yeah, the but problem, I can't I just why? can't why can't you I shill I don't know I don't know you gotta you, learn how to shill dude it's the problem you know, it's the reason I can't join a cult you know all the cult people like they're over there just like having so much sex and you don't believe in so fuck much mountain fun. I know you can't I don't believe in fuck mountain and they can so see I'll it not, in your eyes I'll not get to go to fuck mountain yeah you'll never get to go because I don't believe in fuck mountain you have to believe in yeah. fuck mountain i don't know why i'm doing wild wild country right now 
<laughs> yeah. That's the first time we talked about Fuck Mountain. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, if you learn to shill, I feel like your life would improve vastly. Uh, I mean, even if you're just ways. like, even if you're just an Instagram influencer now, like every yeah. Instagram influencer I is am basically loving my new scarf. From yeah, they're just a Aero small. Pastel. They're just a small <laughs> time like cult leader. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like everybody's an aspiring cult leader. Yeah, yeah. you're not a true influencer. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. If, I mean, I'm. I'm same. Oh, like, you're there. Yeah. Oh, Alex, I want to be a cult leader for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta convince now, your now followers what you to do kill themselves. Is you gotta start like a. Well, you gotta fuck them first. Start yeah, like first fuck them. A workshop. Yes, or a something. seminar yeah, yeah, where you yeah, charge yeah. people like yeah. two hundred bucks on like how to like love your body or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you speak, and then they're want to like, keep eating carbs like me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh my god, she's so brave. So so brave. Put put the poison in your pussy, and then when they eat you out, they die one by one. <laughs> oh uh, yes. What do you do? You, do you think there's? Uh, have you seen a lot of movies this year? Have you seen like the awardsy movies? This year was the least I've watched movies, especially in theaters, of my whole life. And I don't know why. I think sometimes mm. like when I'm writing the show, I can't read anything, mm, right. and when I'm making and editing the show, it's a little like I know how everything is made. And so when I'm watching a sh- watching a movie, I'm like, oh, that cut was a little too soon. That music's a little heavy. Fuck yeah. that. I've mm-hmm. heard that cue before. And it's annoying. It's like, I wish I couldn't be like that, yeah. but it's all, it's like just if you if you make porn for a living, you can't come home and fuck. Like, is it's just also, so annoying. Is there also a thing where like if you watch something and it's similar to the thing you were already writing, you're like, oh, fuck, I can't do that joke now because this thing already did Actually, that. Actually, I thing. always like that. Really? That mm. I like because uh, I don't I don't watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. But like in the rooms, uh, our, our script coordinator, um, Caroline Anderson, who's amazing, um, she watches everything. And so a lot of times we'll pitch a great idea and she'll be like, oh, they already did it on this show. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, thank God someone's watching everything because I don't, yeah. I have yeah. no idea. There's so much parallel thinking. I'm so There's scared so about many that. jokes, mm-hmm. you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like a lot of things that people think are joke theft are really just like, parallel thinking. It's just a joke that was there that's pretty obvious. And it's I don't spend my time clear. watching TV. I just don't. Like, right. I wish mm-hmm. I could, but yeah. I don't. And so um, I'm always thankful for that. That's like the healthy way of doing things because I remember like the one thing that we've ever done is like Whoop Dreams where we've made right. Made a documentary about gathering the jugglers. First of all, and, I've done a lot of things with my life. Right. Okay. I had but an as, a, TV as a show. podcast, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Um, but like when Ben suggested it, I was like, "Oh, the American... guy from Vice already made like a juggalo documentary. Right, right, That's right. going to be dumb." Yeah. But then you know the people kickstarted it, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess we're fucking yeah, doing this doing now." It. And, uh, and it turned ours. out, and it turned out great. Yeah, and we made ours longer. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Like, um, because people are so basic and generic. One of the things that, if you haven't watched corporate, people like tweet out like. Oh, isn't this just the office? Oh, and it's my like, God. It's like it is so far away from yeah, the right. office, but it's like set in an office. And I yeah. think it, what's interesting is like, if you are a unique person, which most people are, like, and you're being honest, like you, if you have the same premise, mm-hmm. ten different people have ten different TV shows. You know also, what I mean? Every, just, yeah. every TV show is either an office, it's all workplace. Yeah. It's either an office, uh, medical, or cops. <laughs> yeah, like, that's cop every single fucking workplace. show. It's all yeah. workplace. Is, isn't this just Spin City? <laughs> yeah, but that's you know that's but that's the generic. <laughs> thing. I'm pretty sure I already saw this on Caroline in but the city. Is, um, what's funny they're is they're in a workplace. Isn't this Murphy Brown? <laughs> but what is funny? Those people that are criticizing it actually just want to watch. The Office over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. They right. don't actually. They're not interesting yeah. enough to watch something with a different point of view. Well, right. new you know? things are scary. Yeah. You, when you watch something new, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy. I this like thing I recognize. Yeah. yeah. When I watch things, well, they want to feel. If I've seen it before, it make me feel the same. People want to feel like they could write for the show. 
Right. And like that's oh, the yeah. thing. They want to be like, well, yeah, I mean, this is funny because I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right. yeah. That's what people want. I've been in an office. Yeah. 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 Well, because we, we make such a fucking insane, like surreal show. And so many people are like, that's my life. And I'm like, it isn't. There's a ghost. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. That's the trick. You have to make them feel like it is their life. Right. Even yeah. though it's obviously not. Right. 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 Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Unless you're working for Lockheed Martin. In which case, I believe you could see a ghost. That seems like it would oh, exist. That's interesting. I mean, if you were if you worked in a place that made was a weapons manufacturer, if Lockheed, <laughs> if Lockheed Martin, if they offered you two million dollars a year to work for them, would you do it? I'd do it for forty bucks. I do pretty much anything for forty bucks. <laughs> okay, so forty here, bucks a here, year. Here's a question. Uh-huh. So me and Matt have talked about this. Yeah. I have this thing like I don't think if I if I was and this would never happen anyway so like it's very not uh, courageous for me to say but I don't think I would ever be like a commercial spokesperson oh, like yeah, the national yeah, yeah. like I would never be like Flo or I would never be mm-hmm. like Thomas Middleditch That's in the variety yeah. in the you variety hate course. Thomas Middleditch and I get it like so I get why they do it because he's like you're probably working four days a year and you're making ten million ten million dollars but like I can't stand the idea of someone else like completely having control over uh-huh. your persona from now until when well, you that's die. the closest modern thing to a deal with the devil right that's it's, what, it's that's literally what like yeah. it's like you will have eternal money but yeah. you will sell insurance for a bad yeah. company everybody it's like, yeah, will yeah, hate weird. you because you do a stupid yeah. face in that stupid commercial but that you have no control you know how, over here's how i would i would say it's okay to do if you're like literally I know how to act well. All I want to do is do this and get out. Like sure. Because you, you, yeah. some people like... Yeah, you want to go live the off the people grid. Think, oh, people think it's such a glorious job. Like so many jobs in entertainment are very hard and they fuck with your mental stability. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just want to do it and get the fuck out and go live somewhere else in the woods and have a totally different life where you yeah. read and travel and whatever, then I then I'm okay with it. Yeah. But if you do fancy yourself some sort of artist, it's like a little hard to... Right. Because right. I understand. But also, you have some to of completely these people give had up no control. money. Yeah. Some of these people had no money and they're like at the groundlings every Sunday, right. like desperate for someone to put them on SNL, which yeah. is another thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so it's like, oh, you're going to offer me two million a year at first to be flow? It's uh-huh. like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. I you get can it, but pay I, off other people's debts. But I also have such like intense hatred for certain of those people yeah. just because I have to see them in that fucking commercial and <laughs> It's like they would never. The the amount that you hate Thomas Middleditch for that commercial, I, I think, is, hate it is so a little much. bit unfair. I, I mean, so I understand much. he's annoying. I mean, I get why. He, like, I'm not. Like, I get why he took that gig. Yeah, like, I fully understand. But every time I see that commercial, you just want to punch him. I in just, his face. yeah, I want to put him in it a did, trash can and kick it down a hill. It made me. It made me retroactively dislike uh, Silicon Valley a little bit. Yeah, just because I think he's really funny on that show. Mm. And then I saw those commercials. I'm like, after a while, you just kind of get annoyed. With I think them. it's better if you just think of literally everyone as a potential sellout fraud. Sure. And, uh, sure. And anyone well, that's not, it's like that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's funny how many of them are like you know they're trying to be like a screenwriter or something and then they get a gig as like the sprint guy and it's like that's going to be your life forever i know it's just tough i i I do i mean not to be too serious here but i do think like that's why i try to criticize the structure of capitalism capitalism as much as possible Mm because it really is that it's like we're all just scared we're not going to make rent And, and even though like what seems like a lot of money to certain people it it, there's just like agent fees, manager fees, lawyer fees. And like, once you have money, like people expect you to pay for them for everything. Like they're scared. <laughs> mm, yeah. you're, you're just an idiot. And if you're in comedy, you're mentally ill mm-hmm. and you don't really know how to manage things correctly. So you don't like, it, I get why people take it though. I sure, agree with you. Course, it is yeah. annoying, yeah. but, it, but I get like why you might be scared. Of yeah. like, I need the money. You yeah. know, I, yeah, well, it's I, like, do it. I mean, it's yeah. like being on a reality show. Like it seems mm-hmm. like if you don't have anything going on and someone's like, Hey, you want to be on the fucking bachelor or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like it sounds great. 
great. It's also just never, I would be on The Bachelor. Yeah, it's something <laughs> never they do. They would never down. want me on The Bachelor, <laughs> but I would it's, do it. You could be on The Bachelor. It, no, I could never be on The Bachelor. I think if you just campaign hard enough for it. Right. Hashtag get Allison on the back. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone listening needs to start. Get it, it trending. Um, I think. Okay, that, but I really wouldn't. So I'm not. <laughs> I think there's a weird sort of maturity where, like, like a, a, a large part of getting older is when you, if you watch the Super Bowl, you're like happy for your friends in the commercial, like because they yeah. need yeah, rent this yeah, year, yeah. even though it is disgusting. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, but that's it's just. No, there's Life different levels. Just I mean, if you know the person, you're like, oh, that's so cool for him. But then if you don't, yeah, you're like, oh, you know, that's fuck like a, this guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like a year's worth dilly, of rent. Dilly, dilly, eat shit. Yeah. Dilly, dilly, I was shit. mad at that fucking Verizon guy who now all of a sudden is the Sprint guy. Yeah, yeah. because he's incredibly annoying. He just changed teams all of a sudden. Yeah, he's oh, a yeah. traitor. See, see, people, I don't, I don't get the thing where people are like mad because he's a traitor. I'm mostly <laughs> mad just because every like. He was never good pitchman. to begin with. Like our idea of millennial everyman is like this vaguely like autistic annoying guy. Yeah. And it's just oh, and it's like every commercial. Uh, well, actually, did you know that you could get a yeah. video? Oh, yeah. it's yeah, just some obnoxious guy. beard guy, and you're like, oh, I hate him so much <laughs> with his cool frames. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But you kind of want that phone service though. Yeah, and they kind of look like you, or at least for me, it's like they kind of look like me in a they, weird like yeah, funhouse yeah. mirror. A lot of them look yeah. like me whenever yeah. I watch, which is why. Oh yeah, they do look. They like look you. a lot yeah. like me. <laughs> you, you and Jacob yeah, yeah. off and, yeah, uh, yeah. And John, together. John Steinbeck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why when I watch them, I'm like, shit, it looks like I'm going to enjoy this cell phone service. Then yeah. I buy it. You fall for it. Oh, yeah, commercials get me. Yeah. Commercials are really good at me going, that is a product that I need huh. in my life. And then oh, I buy yeah. it. So you guys had Skylar Stone in a weird, like, uh, in like a supporting role in, in one of your shows. So I was like, oh, I haven't seen that guy. And like, he had like a which comedy. Skylar he had like Stone? a Comedy Central show like 10 years Called ago. Con. Yeah. Which was actually pretty good it was pretty fucked yeah. up it was pretty weird yeah and i was like oh wow that's uh yeah i don't know it, it was like felt like a weird synergy of having i don't know i don't know how to describe it it was an interesting choice to well, have him in there what were your feelings what do you mean i feel like you had an emotional reaction you're not fully articulating it <laughs> yeah. yeah well that, i do that a lot um like a weird synergy of like people on comedy central show like you know, remember when tosh used to do the thing where he would like mention a show that was no longer on the air before at the end of uh tosh point oh because right. like it felt like him living out his fear of what was going to happen to his show oh interesting, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah I don't know. we just had i mean he he auditioned yeah. you know what i mean like right. we, it wasn't that's the thing it's that's what i'm sort of saying about the cable world is like you can have a show and be pretty poor like right. it doesn't yeah. like he had yeah. a show and he's yeah. still just auditioning and like getting guest roles and like I found out about Khan after he auditioned, you know, mm. um, and it's like on Vimeo somewhere yeah. or like on Funny or Die. Um, but yeah, it's it's you have to keep working. You There's no making it anymore, really, like yeah. except for like seven people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're saying that that's better? I think that's way well, better. Well, I think it's it sucks in some ways, but I, I do think the idea of making it is pretty toxic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that like it's more egalitarian that we have to keep working. Uh, mm. Obviously getting into entertainment True. as a business we all know now it was a huge mistake you know i mean there's no question about that everyone was right about that college was a bigger mistake i think college was also a I mistake shouldn't have done that. but i think that you didn't even go to grad school shut up yeah that's true you, you made a worse mistake yeah but i <laughs> yeah. think in general it's good if you what what does happen if you get on tv um in my opinion is it just sort of other people see it and they might give you some work you know what right. i mean right, like, right, it, right. like it's like oh you can they wrote this you and they acted in it like maybe i could write for another show it, like it's a good it, resume. It's a resume yeah right. as opposed to like if your show goes for one season and it's canceled you won't work again because you got your chance i i just think it like 
again, you just have to think of it as a job you have. Right. Um, as opposed to when you're like, I'm famous now. You yeah. know, like no one recognizes me right, and I right. have a show on the air and that's good. <laughs> like I'm glad. I don't want to be recognized. I just yeah. want to work. And yeah, you guys yeah, did yeah. such a great job of finding uh, like the the secondary cast. I mean, you have like the famous people, but then you have like this the secondary. I don't remember the guy in the bald and the the blonde girl in the bald guy's name. And Dudek like, and Adam Lustig. They're so good. Yeah, they're amazing. And yeah. uh, and you're like, oh, I haven't seen this person before, which is not like a, that normal of a thing on TV now. It's like either you know the person or you know. It's usually a super famous person. Yeah, like you he, have to trust your writing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because obviously the the network like wants you to get the hot famous person, but mm. it's like, no, we're gonna get the person who looks like they work in an office and who's an excellent actor. Right, I mean, they right, are right. attractive people, but that's not the point, you know. And um, you find that through auditioning, and you have to fight the network to be like. Especially if you don't work on network TV, you have a better chance of fighting the network, you know. Yeah. And you can be like, no, this is my vision. Trust my writing. They will be the best for this. Yeah. And I think you know, there's a lot. Most people are very basic human beings, and they're watching network TV, and they're watching because they want to have a crush on someone, or they want to just have it like wash over them, like it's a, a glass of wine at night. Mm -hmm. But if you really like stuff, you know, get people who are interesting looking and good at what they're doing, and like make something great, and eventually, enough people will allow you to get another job at some point. Right. I think. Eventually enough time will pass that you will be dead and you don't have to worry about it anymore. I agree with that. That's most <laughs> that's most living. I agree with that. That's most jobs. Yeah. That's what we're I thought that I, I think one thing that stood out for that guy is he's such an interesting he's like the corporate toady character, you <laughs> yeah. know, and he's really good at playing that. And then there was one episode where he's like playing basketball and I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, this guy's like actually good at basketball yeah. <laughs> basketball, which is really rare yeah. when you're I mean Adam even, Adam Lustick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he, actually just, he actually just broke his ankle playing basketball. I was like, oh, this guy. Like, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this yeah. guy actually plays basketball. Because most things, like when I watch Kenny Powers like throw a baseball in eastbound and down, you're like, oh, this guy definitely does not. Well, what's what's? I think one <laughs> other piece of advice I would give that we did is, you know, we tried to with with the main actors like uh, Lance Reddick and and Dudek and Adam Lustig. You know, we're friends with them now, and so mm -hmm. you know, after the pilot, we like hung out with them, and you know, we got to know them, and we just asked them about them and what they thought about the show and ideas they might have and like if you know things about them you can incorporate that into the writing yeah. and still yeah, fit right. into the show and then it seems authentic but it doesn't always work and not that their pitches aren't always good but sometimes they really are and like yeah. sometimes their notes are great and if they care about the show they just want to make it better and so like for instance Lance Reddick is an incredible singer and that was he first tried to be a singer before being an actor so we've had him sing in both seasons mm -hmm. and it's like there's just something about it that really helps you know yeah. like yeah. it feels well, real because it's like a new facet of that it's yeah. not just some person typecasting that yeah. person it's like when you know that they're actually layers as people you can write that into and then it's like yeah. an interesting thing instead yeah. of just being like well this guy looks like the funny fat guy so he's going to be that forever yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah exactly you and know? I think a lot of network TV doesn't allow three dimensional characters but if you think of the four people here like I'm sure all of you have have encountered someone who's like that's so weird I thought of you this way but you do that thing and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's like yeah because I'm a fucking person yeah, and, yeah. and the, the whole issue is that people like growing up there's these two-dimensional characters and that you're taught that's what all people are you know mm -hmm. and it's like just not correct I mean I think uh like Dave Eggers had a had a this is super pretentious to say but he had a chapter about that in uh whatever his first breakout heartbreaking work yeah. of staggering genius where he's like talking about um <laughs> Um, like auditioning for the real world when yeah, it first came out yeah. and he has a thing about how like post reality show like people have developed these sort of monolithic personalities uh -huh. and I think that's even more exacerbated now on social with, media with like Instagram where yeah. I feel like if you're 
younger than 30 like you have a very specific brand already mm-hmm. like you've like people yeah. like, they're almost you people have been cultivating like very like on brand personas right, right, even right. that aren't famous and it's so weird yeah everyone kind of acts as if they need to be uh, right the, like need to have a brand because they're acting as if they are because famous like, because they adverti- have a platform. like advertising is, like their goal is mm-hmm. to you know define like separate demographics of people so that they can sell things to those people. Yeah. And that's come all the way back around to where people have just like incorporated this into their personalities to right. the point where they're like, I'm this type of person. I want to get like these Amazon recommendations. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> Why well, I, yeah. I always feel like one thing that always annoyed me when I first started on Twitter was like two types of things. One was like, People making fun of sports, and I get why you make fun of sports, but it's like, oh, are you are you watching the sports ball game? Which is obviously oh, a thing. Yeah, but yeah. then there's people who, who like, like watch. The, those same people will then care about the Tony Awards, right? Mm-hmm. right. So it's like, yeah. why can't you like both? Right. Both right, are right. incredible yeah. things that are pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, why totally. can't yeah. you like both things? And the idea yeah. that that can't be contained in the same person is so bizarre to me. Yeah. Or the idea that you that you're smarter because you care more about the Oscars than like the football game. And you're like, right. This is the same shit, uh, yeah. with a different flavor. And the yeah. weirdest thing is now all uh, award shows specifically are just it's all just chum for the piranhas on Twitter. It's all just like <laughs> who's gonna get the first joke out. So it becomes this like weird Twitter contest. Yeah, I just I literally don't even look at Twitter anymore during awards shows. Yeah, Yeah. don't bother. Well, it's very much like political coverage where instead of like talking about what anyone's policies are, it's all like very much about like the horse race. Oh, who's more electable and blah blah blah. Now it's that for award shows, or it's like Mm -hmm. oh, so and so's got momentum coming from the SAG (laughs) awards, and it's like momentum. They fucking vote once. What are you talking about momentum? (laughs) Like it's people. which actually, I was going to ask about, we're going to talk about the, the green room guy. Oh, Did you yeah. see that this week? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The so guy he like <laughs> said Muslims clapped yeah, like, on 9-11. He, he deleted his entire Twitter account because oh. someone found the tweet where he responded to Donald Trump in 2015 saying, 100% correct. Muslims in Jersey City cheering when towers went down. I saw it, as you did, possibly on local CBS News. This is Nick... Villalonga, Nick, Nick Vallelonga. Who is the, the son of the guy Tony that Vigo Mortensen played yeah. in, in Green, Green Book. Book. Yeah. And the guy who wrote the, the movie Green Book. Right. Yeah. So that came out. I mean, it kind of is, I mean, if anyone's going to write that tweet, that guy's going to write that tweet. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's just also like, you know who else clapped? When they when they um, when the towers went down, a lot of leftist people. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like seriously, because yeah. America is pretty evil. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people who hate America that live here, and that's their right. But like, yeah. what are we talking about here? French, even even yeah. though that's a false story of right. them clapping, so many people I know yeah, were happy yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. So it's like insane. Francesca was in New York uh, at uh, your girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend Francesca. Whoa, no big deal. She's really beautiful. Whatever. <laughs> what she's smart. She's funny. She's cool. She's not uh, here. I know, but one day she'll listen. Does she listen to your podcast? She used to, and then I talked a lot about eating butt on the podcast. She started getting embarrassed, but she, I love her. Mm-hmm. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, she she was at nine eleven. Uh-huh. She was there. She had tickets. And, <laughs> and, and she said when it happened. Uh, Foam finger and everything. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, like, uh, you know, she was like a freshman at NYU. At first she thought it was when the first plane hit. She thought it was an accident and then was like, yes, that's dope. But then when news 
specific. My point is, I love her, and <laughs> she sounds so lovable. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, You know, we're gonna delete all this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that just me. Well, anyway, what, what did you what did you think about it? Oh, about the oh, so about nine eleven. Oh, about nine eleven, or about it? the green green book guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, there was another level to the green book guy where some people were like, I wonder if this is another movie. Uh, f- happened to find this tweet like just at the right time to try and torpedo uh, Green Book's awards chances so that oh, their movie could get. Uh, you think the so- like the social media manager of Roma was like, well, <laughs> was yeah. like we got to destroy Green Book and so it destroyed their Oscar because well, it chances. was a few things that came out at the same time, right? It right. was it was that guy's tweet and, and Peter Fairley, Peter Fairley, yeah, Peter Fairley, like had the, someone dredged up an old article where he, where he would like show his dick to people as a joke, right, 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 and that came out like on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that means they're good at their job then. Yeah, yeah, they don't they know how to dig up that dirt. Uh, what do you guys genuinely feel about the old tweets being brought up thing? It's complicated, uh, right? I, uh, it I think it's complicated and it depends uh, on the tweets. I think. Sure. Yeah. Well, like the Peter Farrelly thing, for instance, where it was like, uh, you know, like he obviously seemed like a dick bag, but also like I knew a hundred people who would do that in 1999. Like, so it wasn't, so it's weird when you judge something from 20 years ago with like current social standards. It feels like, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just stupid people aren't deleting their old tweet. I mean, it's right. like to me, it's like it, right. that's the thing I'm judging them most on. Sure. It's like, are yeah. you that stupid that you're not going to fucking delete all your old shit? What are you talking about? Yeah, it yeah, only yeah. exists to hurt you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, so you're saying that, we should though, delete you podcasts, tweet... one, broadcasts one through 350. Well, <laughs> just the part where I said Francesca thought, just that part. <laughs> She's got an actual career to worry about. <laughs> um, did you have to delete any tweets when corporate? I deleted all my tweets. Oh, yeah. okay. how? TweetDelete.net. What? They couldn't get .com, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, use TweetDelete.net. It just doesn't make any sense if you um, are in the public eye literally at all, like why you'd have them up. Again, they only exist to fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I I just think, obviously, some, I mean, like, there are some tweets from people in the public eye in the past who are like, wow, that is wildly horrible that you said that. But it's complicated because, like... I don't know. I don't understand how people don't. Everyone has been a piece of shit. Like right. I don't. Like I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, and I, everyone doesn't understand the power of words. And now that mm-hmm. we know that Twitter is a is a is a force that moves the world, yeah. or can move the world, or create a president, like we understand the, what it can happen. But it's like I just feel like it's such a weird thing where I. I, get, I think these people need to be like admonished, but also like, are we really encouraging a society that doesn't encourage growth? Right. Like if people don't apologize for their right. shit, that's lame. But it's mm-hmm. like, we really want to live in a society that only hurts people for who right. they were in the past. All of us would be embarrassed with who we were in right. 2010, right? right. I mean, yeah. like, otherwise, 100%. you're not really yeah. a good person. And that right. was the other thing about the Nick Vallelonga tweets is he actually apologized and it was like a really good apology yeah. to where mm-hmm. the point where I was like, I don't, I don't even know if that hurts him because he actually like apologized in a real seeming way. Well, I also just think like... Well, I I can't believe I never believe that apologies are genuine, sure. which well, is uh-huh. always like that's the biggest. I mean, it's about how it's yeah. 
Yeah, I just can't believe apologies. Right, but because it's like I know you're forced to do this right now. Right, it's like but you don't if, really. But would you rather if they do it well though? Yeah. You're like, oh, that is a good act of uh, yeah. ass saving. You know, right. like it's not like I necessarily believe that he's grown, but I'm like, oh, that was a competent act of public, uh, right? M- uh, public image management. They didn't try to defend themselves. Yes. which I think is worse when you're like, well, right. but you know, yeah, everybody right. was doing it. Yeah, just. I think Say sorry and be one gone. of the most important things I think, which is a little related and a little unrelated, is that I think it's important as a society that we really understand that seemingly that that very talented people that are seemingly good are often bad. Yeah. Like I think yeah. that's the, the mm-hmm. huge issue where it's like if you look at like the people who are the squeak squeakiestly cleanliest, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Cosby, whatever, like a lot of clean comics, a lot of just social justice people yeah, yeah, are yeah. bad. Right. Oh, we yeah. know people that are like at the forefront of LA comedy talking about everyone that's wrong and they are evil. Yeah. And no but yeah. but but I, there's still this amazing thing that is happening all the time where it's like really really talented often in some ways brilliant people can do bad things yeah. and beyond all of it apologies i think we really need to understand that to not necessarily just trust people who are saying the things you know yeah. like you 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 can be fooled for so many years mm-hmm. by people who aren't open about their flaws yeah everyone yeah. is so fucked up like yeah. you can't like i think that's the thing that bothers me most is well, just yeah. like yeah. not admitting you're fucked up and, and an asshole and right, i think right. that's sort of related to the idea of where everyone's on brand at all times mm-hmm. like there's no understanding understanding that this person used to be a different thing or like they used to think differently or their attitudes have changed. It's like everybody is this whatever one dimensional thing that you can pull out of their tweet thread Mm. when it's like, that's not really how it works. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's one of the reasons why whenever I hear an apology, the most annoying thing is the, the just, litany a huge list of people who are going down and and just trying to take it apart piece by piece where they take an apology and they go here's why this person is is still not really apologizing and i know that's what you were saying but what i find the most annoying is when someone uh expects an apology from a person that they don't know like that's what i've learned to like just completely ignore apologies completely because I feel like you don't owe me an apology for anything or anything specifically. I just feel like it's easier just to not hear an apology. Well, is anyone mm. get, reading the apology and being like, okay, great. Now I feel better. <laughs> right. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who it's for other than for that person and that person's like PR people. Yeah. So uh, so when people uh, go on and they'll write a whole think piece about why one person's specific apology is bad, I'm just kind of like... Uh, yeah, of course it's bad. They were they're, they're, they they they're don't in mean de- it. Defense and, mode. And they're in defense mode, and they 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 feel like they were forced to do it, and their PR people told them to do it specifically. I just say, you know, like fuck it. I don't expect. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I just don't yeah. want to engage with it. That's my whole thing. It's totally. Like, it's like it's it. protocol. It has to happen. You know, it's not just. But like, just move on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also right. think there's something like there were like at a certain point, comedy was someone who said weird, crazy things that you laughed at, and then mm. like recently, it sort of evolved into comedy as like an act of truth telling right and so now like you expect all comedy to have been like an act of truth telling which is uh, like as much of a huge lie as mm-hmm. like any other type of comedy I just think was. it's expecting comedians to uh to be 
like why it's funny is because it's they're telling you the truth. Right. I don't necessarily or that they're think that they're true. more of a feeling per like they're more of a sensitive feeling person. Yeah, I and just think that if comedy. you put a comedian like, on no. a pedestal, <laughs> expect them to disappoint you because comedians are mentally ill, and that you will be disappointed well, by that comedian. Anyone, literally, the thing that I got over is idolizing any artist. Right. Yeah. Any yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. They're just fucking people. They're yeah. just they. Yeah, like the, like if someone you shouldn't you shouldn't develop like a hero worship concept because you like someone's art or you like right. that they play yeah. football good or whatever. But that's like, the thing that's so just, many people do. I know. Yeah, but there's also different levels. It's like of oh, they betrayed you. me. It's like no, they didn't betray you. Yeah, they didn't betray you specifically. That's one of the things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, I feel like. Uh, just like there's levels of betrayal where some of it is like, are they really betraying you or do they just say something stupid at one mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then there's, you know, the deeper levels, which is like running a sex cult for a long period of time. But that's where I think the apology comes in, where it's like if someone someone gets something dredged up and they're like, yeah, I said some stupid things uh-huh. like because we all do. And it's but, but there are it, levels. And that, and that you're like, okay, I get it. But then if yeah. they like if they like dig in really hard and they're like, what are you talking about? This right. is why this is ball. And, yeah. and they try to explain it away. And you're like, just take the L. It's fine. Yeah. Something I think that's really interesting about American society that I think actually literally most people don't know is that prison is for rehabilitation. Right. right but right. actually most people would say it's for punishment. Yeah, they right. think it's revenge. And, 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 and we, we live in a society that's fake empathetic. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. really people want people to go to prison because they need to be punished. Right. But actually we're supposed to live in an ethical universe right. where they need to go away so they can mm-hmm. come back a better person. But we're so far gone from that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we don't, right. we, we literally live in, in a place that is just like when someone does something bad, call them out and yeah. put them away. And like, I'm not, I can't judge that. You know, yeah. like I've been a dick before and like mm. told people they should fucking kill themselves or whatever. Yeah. Like, but we don't, we don't live in the society we're pretending to be. And right. so it's mm-hmm. just like, I just wish everyone would just be honest that they're a piece of shit. Like, right. that's right, the right. thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. We, we live in a flawed society. Stop pretending we don't. Right, right, right. Everyone's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get, though, is that kind of person who is, I mean, maybe it does make sense, but there are so, like you were pointing out earlier, like these people who are over the top social justice or like over the top, like, I'm a male feminist right, or right, whatever. Right. And then they're always the ones who right. end up having that story that's yeah. like, oh, well, like... They, they always have the biggest skeleton. You fucked me when I was drunk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's always those people. And it's like, do they know in the back of their mind that that's going to come out one day? Right. Like, What's I, like, I, I fucking hate gay people. <laughs> gay people are the worst. And then it comes out that they themselves are gay. Yeah. And you're just like, could you... You had to have known that this was <laughs> this, these yeah. things would collide. Like, this is like, too good of a day. story. Like why would you? Why would you? Was just... it Lane Moore that had the like male feminists of Tinder or whatever? What? Who is this? I, I think it was Lane Moore. I can't remember. I don't know. But it was like a I don't know if it was like Tumblr or like uh-huh. an Instagram where it was like male feminists of Tinder, and she said it was like yeah, saying that it's like that you're a male feminist in the first line is like being like, oh, and you know what? I don't kick dogs. Yeah, uh, but the one good thing that come out of uh, the the uh, green book guy, green book that, gate, yeah, he we we discovered that he has a Christmas song. What? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? You want to hear his? Uh, you want to hear his Christmas? He has song? A, yeah. like an album, or he has one song that he put. In? I think it's just one song. Oh my God! Pops like Super Tramp. Yeah. St. <laughs> Patrick's Cathedral, horse and buggies too. Central Park 
There's so much to do. <laughs> Rockefeller Center. This is like when Creed put out the Marlins <laughs> song. Delight. He's just naming places, yeah, I think. Exactly. It's Christmas tree. Brightens up the night. The hustle and bustle. Oh, uh, uh, this is actually really. This is high production value. I mean, I get the like, I get, I get the the grift where if you write a holiday song or a song for a particular occasion that gets mm-hmm. really popular, like that's gonna no, pay yeah, you yeah, until yeah. you're dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, he just did one. Like he he didn't do an album. I mean, well, let me ask you this. Is this toppable? I don't think so. <laughs> Good point. So how could you put out a second one if this is perfect? Yeah, if you or if you write one perfect song, you never have to write again. R.I.P. Lil Uzi Vert's career. <laughs> I mean, he already came out with a perfect album. He doesn't need to do any. Do we know why that Lil Uzi Vert quit? I think he just got tired of all is the it haters. A he? Huh? Is it a he? Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, his name is Uzi Vert. Li- is like is, is gender Vert, neutral. That's true. It is gender neutral. You don't. His know. birth name is Little Uzi. <laughs> okay. All right, I guess. That's his Christian name. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why he quit. But this is this is uh, surprising because I was really hoping that he would have the accent that Viggo Mortensen right. had, like <laughs> yeah. just like, hey Santa, <laughs> I'm walking here, Santa, I don't know, that would be, that would be fun. <laughs> uh, written and performed by Nick Vallelonga, New York City Christmas and its B-side, Merry Merry Christmas, oh, he's got two. are both available for download on iTunes. Can, oh. can you play a little bit of the other one? Ooh, I haven't found that one. Well, you know the title of it now. Just go on the internet. Do you guys like Christmas music? I actually do. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you would. Uh, I, well, because there's something. It's there's like a select amount of songs. If I'm in a if I'm in a like a CVS and I'm waiting, Christmas music is playing. It, it fucking I hate it. But if I hear like "Have Yourself a Ooh, little, Merry like Little that. Christmas," you know, sung by uh, uh, Lil Uzi Vert. By Uzi Vert, <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, then I. It's love actually it. a collaboration. <laughs> Little Uzi Vert and Big Uzi Vert sing on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's like when Natalie Cole, Nat King's Cole <laughs> sang together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I do like Christmas music. Cool. Oh, all right. This is B side. Okay, all right. Got a little rock and roll. I feel like this is the thing you send to your family yeah, right. like on Christmas. Be yeah. like, all right, guys, hope you're well. I made this for you guys. Yeah, and yeah. then it accidentally gets on iTunes. <laughs> Just imagining, like, actually, like, sitting your family down and being like, we're going to listen to this Christmas song that I wrote for you. And, and he's, like, bopping his head. All three looking minutes. At it. Yeah. All right. You guys like it, right? Yeah. Get off your phones! <laughs> stop, stop. Jessica, stop playing! Listen to the song. Yeah, I'd like to wish you. Just won't you please let me wish you. Wait till this next verse. Uh-huh. Rebecca, come back! Come back here! The song's not done! It's kind of jazzy. The mini horns, that's what got me. Yeah. That was beautiful. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's about to win uh, an Oscar, I think. You think? I, I mean, is an, no. an original for screenplay? No way. You won't win for an original. I don't screen? think so. Well, what one? Sorry, what one? Uh, the Globe. critics. Uh, let's see. The critics' choice was tonight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The let's see. It was nominated for best picture. Green Book was. But it didn't win. I don't know. It was happening Did you see it? as we were recording. I saw Green Book. How was it? Oh, Roma won best picture. 
Yeah, Roma's going to take them all. Um, Looking for this? Oh, original screenplay. Yeah, Paul Schrader one for First Reformed. Oh, I I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I loved it. Was it good, really? I think so. With his first reformed the uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Everyone said that was good. I keep confusing it it's, with the... What's weird about everyone saying it good is it's so weird. Right. It's such a weird fucking movie that yeah. it's not for everyone. So I kind of don't believe everyone. Yeah. But I think for a certain type of person who likes a certain type of movie, it's pretty fucking crazy. And yeah. I, 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 it's a, But I think most people should walk out of it going, what? Right. Yeah. Because it's weird. Well, the weird. ending especially. is super weird. Like the it, ending kind of ruins it a little bit for oh, me. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I made it for me. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like every 70s dude, which I feel like Paul Schrader is very much a part of that. It's like the Woody Allen, like the male auteur thing. Like they have these big profound thoughts and then at the, and then at the end it's like, well, he got his dick wet so everything's cool. And you're like, oh, that's ah. not how I read But it. like it was like it ended on like a, like him making out with Amanda Seyfried with the camera like spinning yeah. around them. I, I just was thought like, it was oh. like a transcendental moment that was like it because I, yeah. I feel like the movie they never moved the camera except like two or Is three that a times. Spoiler alert! Yeah, it sorry. sounds like sorry yeah, that. but don't yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I I think that like. Well, okay, you're right. This is all a spoiler. Whatever. It's, it's super unfair that we just did this. Is it that, but is it a good enough it. movie yeah. that you, it'll survive even yeah. knowing the spoilers? Worth seeing. Yeah, I do too. I yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I saw especially Roma. for Paul Schrader because like he hasn't made a. I mean, he made like canyons with Brett Easton Ellis yeah, and insane. Lindsay Lohan, and yeah. it was just like I think maybe that's why I didn't give it as much credit mm-hmm. is just because I've seen his last couple of movies and they're real bad. Yeah. Did he make that one? Oh, sorry. I gotta, I gotta look this up now. There was one that he made with, uh, Nick Cage and was it Mandy? Cause that movie was rat. Did you guys I see... did not like Mandy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. I you can don't spoil know it if you want. I didn't like Mandy either. I don't know I mean, why people terrible. loved it so much. I, I saw it uh, at home with with a friend. With Francesca? No, <laughs> I do love her, but no, I saw it with uh, with uh, another friend who I don't have sex with, uh, who didn't clap at 911. If you don't have sex with them, why are they your friend? <laughs> uh, he makes food. Oh yeah, not oh. good enough. Yeah. Well, he and I enjoyed Mandy because we got to talk during, but I can't imagine seeing that movie in theater. That's yeah, that's where I saw it. I, yeah. See, I saw it on uh, TV screen, and it's one of those movies, I feel like everything's very dark now. Like Game of Thrones, I always have to turn the brightness yeah, yeah, way yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. I still yeah, can't yeah. see the thing. Yeah. And Mandy was like that, where it was super dark, and it goes from black to light. There's like a strobe light effect. Like It literally just hurt my eyes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, so I was trying to enjoy it, but I just couldn't. I couldn't see what was going on a lot of the time. So I, yeah. I saw. Did you guys see Roma? Did everyone see. Yeah, that? I, I did saw not Roma. see Roma yet. Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil it. It's fine. But the baby dies. <laughs> what? Yeah. You shouldn't have told me that. She's pregnant, and the baby dies, and that ruined the movie for me. Yeah, but huh. naked karate. Naked karate. It was guy. crazy though that when the baby was born, it said one word, which was Roma. Yeah. And then right. it went to black. Yeah. So that, that was <laughs> that was so yeah. weird. That was such an interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. 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 Turns and out Roma was her sled. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Just a baby holding a snow globe. Yeah. Why was the baby born with a snow globe? Um, yeah. Just something about. Uh, yeah. That everyone else liked this movie. I, I did, super overrated. I just. Yeah. I think it's super wildly over- overrated. It's one of those movies that liberals mm-hmm. are like. It's amazing because it's in black and white in yeah. about 1970s in Mexico. If you ask me what it's about, I won't be able to tell you, but I know that yeah. it's amazing. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how I see. Felt I about feel like. Like the arc from Naked Karate to the Street Riot kind of made the movie for me. I enjoyed Naked Karate, but to me that uh, that whole thing would did not make the slog 
of the movie were Did you so- find it a I see I didn't find it a slog I didn't find it a slog at the every beginning. scene was like you're thinking about how they did it in one shot and you're kind of impressed uh, yeah but that's the thing I already saw Children of Men he perfected that with sure. that yeah but that movie's overrated too okay you're overrated you're overrated <laughs> and so is Francesco Whoa. oh, oh comes you know, out. first of all we are both very 9/11. evenly rated <laughs> 9-11 underrated um, no I, I felt like long long takes or whatever they call tracking yeah. shots long takes yeah like they're interesting but like he already did it perfect it's the same guy sure, isn't yeah, it yeah. a point really what's the point what's the point other honestly than to what's the point other filmers. than to impress people like they must have spent hours choreographing the, the point of the long i don't necessarily know that there was a point of the long takes but i <laughs> yeah. enjoyed them it made it made watching things that weren't interesting otherwise right interesting that's to what me. i'm saying it's kind of like a kitschy sure. like it's almost it's, it's a, a gimmick it's a gimmick yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah like for instance like in goodfellas when there's a long take when he's going into i think it's the copacabana yes, yeah. yes that's, that's great. great because it yes. shows you like how intoxicating everything right. is to the woman he's dating right right yeah, but but otherwise perfect. it's like yeah we know that we figured out the long shot and yeah. that's cool but if there's not a reason for it it's right. kind of or like, like we get it in, in the, in the, of, in the you know. favorite like everybody's like why do they have like the weird the, the wide angle eye, yeah. the weird fish islands and like I got that because it's like oh the rich people in that time period like their lives were very antiseptic and right. they're living in these like vast giant, spaces vast spaces and yeah. if you were poor you're living in like a tiny basement room with right. 20 other people so i very much got the point of that gimmick that right. reminds me a question i wanted to bring up do poor people deserve more money hmm. <laughs> i never thought about that I don't yeah. think there's any- if they keep what? having babies obviously <laughs> yeah. not yeah. yeah if they keep having babies then the punishment is well, less money i think they do but see i think it's wow. the same th- so, and i'm a male feminist <laughs> wow but i think it's the same thing as the prisons and tweets that- gonna be released <laughs> tomorrow get your hand off my dick and also they were clapping on 9-11 so <laughs> figure me out welcome canceled poor people are canceled <laughs> no but i think it's the same thing as the prison thing that you're talking about where yeah. it's like are you talking about whether society works better if poor people have more money or are you talking about whether they deserve it personally from like do you the believe moral in a universal standpoint? income uh-huh yeah i think i do yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. Yeah. oh yeah and oh, i don't yeah. believe in it for like altruistic reasons i just think it's like you want people to stop asking you for money yes yeah. Yeah. i want to not get robbed <laughs> i want to not get hassled i don't want to feel guilty i want to not, not contributing live, to someone's GoFundMe. i want to not live in a compound where yeah. i have to worry about you know like like i don't yeah. necessarily think that that person deserves it i don't want to have roommates anymore like i don't yeah. give Can i don't do give that? a homeless person money because i think it's gonna make them not homeless anymore yeah, I, I, give, s- I do it to make myself feel better right yeah I want to stop so robbing banks. Yeah. It's tough on the knees. Yeah. <laughs> tough on the knees. Yeah, that's how I, I get in there through the window. It's a whole sure, thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of jumping down yeah. from high places. Well, also, you have the back problem. Yeah, you can't do the thing yeah. that Tom Sucks Cruise guys. does in Mission Impossible. You can't get health care because they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I rob banks. I like, am my own employer. Uh, they're like, all right, here, when we fuse your spine, two rules. One, no repelling. Yeah. And two, no jumping well, you, off. You can't really run on pavement if you have a, a, a fused spine. So oh, yeah? I can't run away from the cops easily. Yeah. Oh, damn. It sucks. You got Heelys now? Blade. What? You can rollerblade. You're right, I could. It's amazing. <laughs> I've been robbing banks for two decades. Yeah. It never occurred Without to me to rollerblade. Roller yeah. Because on. I don't like to change the wheels. <laughs> right. And also because the reason you're robbing banks is to fuck. Yeah, and no yeah. one wants to fuck no one's gonna roller fuck roller you uh, Oh, I fucked a rollerblader. For real? Oh, yeah. yeah. When? I dated a rollerblader for five months. So uh, when you say a roller... And you fucked him in those oh, five months? That's like six years and in rollerblade years. <laughs> <laughs> he was a what? 
And he was addicted to cocaine on top of oh, that. Well, awesome. yeah, he's rollerblading. Makes sense. <laughs> you got to be a high energy guy to really love rollerblading. And Would he rollerblade to your place? Uh, no. Oh. No, no, no. Did it you? was like it was like how like skateboarders like will go to like a skate park. He would go to like a rollerblade. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's he would cool. go to a skate park for rollerblades. For rollerblading. Doing a lot of grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I how remember... big was his dick? I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> Not that big. Not really big enough for, for a rollerblader. A rollerblader. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was the cocaine. It kind of constricts the capillary a little it, bit. It, it definitely <laughs> does. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He was a grower. You just never. Got just never got to see him I grow. Never got to see him grow. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the other girls he was fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to see it. <laughs> you know, no offense, but if I if I had to guess, like if one of my friends had dated a rollerblader, you would probably be like the first one. That I'd be like, I bet. Thank Allison you. Has. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want to do emails? Let's do we it. We have a couple. Real it's quick. email time. Oh, what? we have a voicemail too. Hold on, we got to play the email song first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is always bad but tell me more about your dad oh god i am afraid to die vince hates ours yeah uh do you want the email or voicemail first well we played the email song so that's true uh, that's true that's a good point so play the voicemail um hey guys serious question for you uh about a year ago my wife my wife and I had our first child. <laughs> I hate that you pause there so much. I knew. No, how much I hate knew. that you pause there because you know, were like, "Do it, man." I know how much of a show you are, and I want to see you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, now, uh, my wife and I had our first child. Uh-uh. Now, her good friend is pregnant. This is my friend. Ne- this is good news, sort of. Uh-huh. The issue is that she's becoming increasingly stressed out about basically whether her husband is up to the work. Pre-pregnancy, he played a lot of video games and neglected household <laughs> chores. He has also apparently been a ding-dong about the pregnancy so far and thinks his wife is exaggerating the symptoms. Jesus Christ. I'm not super close friends with this guy, but we're friendly and we get along. So my wife's friend has asked me to take him out and have a conversation with him. I guess to explain just how much work having a kid is my question is my how question do I, all right how do I, i'm punishing you now yeah, i hope that's, you yeah, know it's fair how do i approach this i can see this turning into giving a relationship advice very quickly and that's one thing i definitely don't want to do i also don't think i can politely decline i'd especially appreciate brendan's advice on this sorry about that uh if that's possible seeing as he's spiritually the fraudcast's dad that's true fraud on oops i fucking wasn't supposed to read his name Oh, you're not supposed to read their names? <laughs> I'll make a note of that. Just just cut it out yeah. and replace it with me saying that Francesca right clapped, clapped on 9-11. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean... Uh, just have the fucking conversation. Just have the conversation. I don't see why yeah. you would uh, try to figure out any other way than to talk to the person and be like, hey, yo, be better at this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, his, start- that guy sounds like a piece of shit, so... I, I, I don't understand the point at which like why would you how do you talk to someone how do you give advice to someone that you don't know very well uh i mean we do that all the time well <laughs> yeah because they're go like you could strangers. go like so you're gonna so you're having a kid are you like feeling nervous about it yeah um yeah, like it could be very natural and then it's like no yeah, but then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, actually, but you could be like, do you know like what it's like? Are, are you? Do you think? Are you like nervous? Are you scared? That kind of thing. And most likely, they'll be like, yeah. Well, here's what it's like. Yeah, I think that. Otherwise, ups- this woman should not have procreated with this fucking terrible yeah. man. Right. Yeah, they're both idiots. Well, I also yeah. think the upside is True. people have been having kids for you know a million years yeah, or whatever at least and most people are bad at it right and it's you know it works out medium yeah and on average most yeah. babies die 
<laughs> sure, yeah. If we're going from a million years. Yeah, think positively. The baby might not live. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Roma is any indication, yeah. chances are. Take him to a beach. Uh-huh. Save your client's kids instead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I'm wondering, though, if it's one of those things where is she talking to her husband, boyfriend, I don't know what the case is, saying these things to him and he's just not he's like ignoring her she's like i guess he needs to hear it from a man that that's what sounds like what's happening yeah. which is already like well you shouldn't have brought a child into yeah, this world this is why abortion needs to person. exist yeah. yeah um yeah i think you should try to talk to this guy and just be cool about it but don't expect much but mm-hmm. the reason why you should because then you can feel better about yourself yeah. is you can be like well i tried right yeah, yeah. yeah. like giving money a to a zero point one percent chance it makes a difference to. It sounds like he's kind of like, well, I guess I kind of have to. Right. Yeah, he has to. It's on his to-do list now. He's like, he even said, like, I, I could, I didn't want to say no because that wouldn't be polite. Right. So it doesn't sound like this is something he wants to do at all. No, I mean, it's you not. don't have to do it. So anyway. I don't know how good he would feel about himself. Right. Well, well, well he'd, he'd feel good about but having he's being done asked it. to do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's the thing is really like he's, if he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't necessarily have to do it, but if there's no in between, he's either got to confront the person or uh, or just completely back out just, of it. I don't know. It's, it's like easy to talk. I think, about. Of course, I, he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't gain anything from it, right? Right. Except that his partner will be happy that he did it. Yeah. So, which is that's that's enough for me. Yeah. As like, someone who loves, I my feel partner. like you're not going to regret trying. Mm-hmm. You're probably it's again. It's not going to change the fucking guy. I mean, yeah. if it does, that's right. a miracle. Yeah. 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 But uh, the guy sounds like a fucking idiot who shouldn't appropriate it. Yeah. But whatever. Like it's if you want to keep your relationship intact, you should try. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. Get it over yeah. with. And yeah. Just... I like your idea where you're like, what do you think about having a kid, bro? What's yeah. what's going on with that? Yeah. And then Let's talk about or like yeah. I, hey. you know, like I, because hey. this guy has a kid, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like why I I know that like when. Or you could be like, I know that when I was having a kid, no no one told me how hard it was going to be. So I want to just offer that up to mm-hmm. you to let you know if you have any yeah. questions. Yeah. But do you do we think that te- telling someone how hard it's going to be is going to somehow make them better and more responsible? In the no, I think he should be confronted like, hey, we see that you're kind of being a piece of yeah, shit to right. your wife. Yeah, yeah. How about you change your act because right. she deserves better than this? And mention the fact that, like, hey, I didn't even want to talk about this with you, you know, like, but I was told that that's how bad you're you're being. Yeah, at. but then he gets mad at the woman. Well, it's, well he's not going to hit his pregnant wife. He plays video games. <laughs> sure. You know, gamers yeah. are very peaceful people. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Gamers like to chill and just have fun. They love women. Yeah. They're making money on Twitch. They're making money on Twitch. They're mm-hmm. good. I mean, I, I would be. It would be interesting though if he talks to the guy. And then it turns out, like, like maybe maybe she is over-exaggerating, you know? Like, what if that happened? Like, what if she was, like, just lying? Chances dude? are she's not. Let's be dude, real. Dude, maybe. You don't know. I guess what, I, what I'm more getting out of this Women email... Women what, what I'm more getting out of this email is I'm so happy to not be any of these people. Right. Like, yeah. I just... You yeah. made me feel so much better about my life. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, we got this voicemail. Okay. What's up, Frontcast? Uh, so it's been like maybe five or six years, um, and I'd never actually thanked Matt for mm-hmm. being a catalyst and me getting divorced. It's been one of the best things I've ever done in life. Uh, six years later, I think from now, much much better off, much happier. Thank you, L.A. Matt. <laughs> 
So great job fucking that guy's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Whatever you did. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I didn't. That is awesome because that's such a good compliment. You did such a good thing, but it's going to haunt you. Yeah. That is going to haunt you. Well, I mean, listen, I think gonna divorce play is... back all these episodes. Divorce like, where is did fine. I do it? I mean, my Divorce girl... is good. Yeah, divorce is a good thing. Wait, hold on. My it's gr- natural. What if it's Francesca's <laughs> husband? Francesca's yeah. technically still married, but they're getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah. Any and, day now. Yeah. No. Well, they, she, she filed. They filed. Sure. That sure, would be sure. re- no. But that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound like like uh, like Francesca's current husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do want to know though. What we? It must have been like a voicemail or an email. He said. Sure. Or we must have said. Divorce. He was like the other guy who emailed asking a question, and we we're like, "Yeah, dude, break yeah. up with her." We we're probably you know three, four locos deep, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do it, dude. Fuck it, <laughs> whatever. Just find some other slut. That's probably what I said. Um, no, uh, that's amazing. You're welcome. Uh, I I would like to know what episode. I, yeah, follow. We're going to need a follow up email. For I encourage that. you to get a divorce. Um, but uh, cool. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's you a know, great we thing. get we got messages sometimes. We had one from a guy who uh, quit doing heroin. Uh, yeah, that was, and, and that this feels similar to that, except for I hope you know. I hope the divorce. I hope it's a good divorce. It's fine. Sounds like it was good. He sounded pretty he sounds happy. Really he did. happy. He did sound yeah. happy. He yeah. sounded happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything bad. No. No. <laughs> I feel like it's it did not like you clapped at nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That wasn't me. <laughs> That was my girlfriend, Francesca. You really have to cut that out. All right. All right. Uh, oh, you want to put this one to bed? Let's put it to bed. Thank you, uh, Jake, so much for coming on. Uh, your uh, corporate on Comedy Central. When does it come out? Uh, it comes out January 15th, so probably tomorrow. All uh, right. At 10.30 p.m. as a premiere. It's also Tuesdays at 10.30 on Comedy Central. Please watch it. I'd love to be able to do it again, and I think you'll like it. Yeah. All right. And uh, Allison, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. At Just About Glad yep. on Insta and, and Twitter. Uh, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else you want to plug? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Frogcast. Uh, patreon.com slash broadcast thanks so much uh, everyone for donating to the patreon we have our spinoff coming out this week we so have our spin-off. look out for that yes uh you will enjoy it, it it's uh, gonna be on the uh crooked media network no it's not <laughs> they would never uh it's called fuck mountain and uh, <laughs> yeah. promo code eat my dick uh anyways uh broadcast at uh, gmail.com. Uh, what is the uh, Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, good night and good chins.